What's up everyone, welcome back to the First Offense audio installment. This is episode 13 or 14 of season 2. We got a ton of stuff to talk about from Chastain throwing a haymaker at Gregson coming out on top. Yet again, no one can stop him. To Kansas proving that it might be the best track on the schedule at this point, especially with the next-gen car. Every race here is good. And a whole lot more, like Denny's last lap pass. And then we'll look on to Darlington and talk about the throwback weekend coming up. All right, so like always, getting into the standings, Chastain is in first. Like I said, he's unstoppable. He's up on Bell by 31 points. Bell surprisingly maintained second, even after that DNF. Truex third, he's up to third. He was in fourth. Hamlin's all the way up to fourth, so JGR's one through four right, or two through four right now. Harvick's down to fifth. Reddick sixth. Blaney seventh. Larson is up to eighth. Byron is up to ninth. Kozlowski ten. Logano, Bush, Busher, Stenhouse, and then I don't know. Bubba Wallace is up to eighteenth. He's close to the playoff battle, but other than that, it's kind of evening out. Elliott was not able to gain at all so it's looking like he's he's getting closer and closer to that must win situation so that's something to look out for but Chastain in the lead he's got a 31 point lead he he's probably the regular season favor right now unless someone does something about it which I don't think is possible all right so Denny won Larson Byron came back and finished third from three laps down Bubba Wallace Another top five on an intermediate. Chastain, top five. Logano, somehow his car was horrible. Elliott, Truex, Reddick, and Dillon. So it was very similar to last week with a ton of comers and goers. Really good race because it was so unpredictable. Hamlin was really good on the long run and he would come. But then Byron and Larson would start off flying. Obviously Byron was out of there pretty quick. But Larson got turned from the lead had to come all the way from the back and then in the time being when Byron and Larson had to fight back up it was between Truex and Hamlin and you couldn't tell whose car was faster because the way their cars were set up like one would come on strong in the long run one would be strong early but then it would flip again so they just kept exchanging the lead and I really thought it was one of those two's races to lose and then Larson just somehow made it back up and his car was just so fast on the short run. I honestly thought there was going to be a caution and he was going to have to go on seven lap old tires and be done for sure. But that was a long green flag run at the end and he almost held Hamlin off. We'll talk about that later. Another really strong run for Truex and Byron though. Those cars are both so strong. Hamlin and Larson as well obviously. But for Truex to come off a win and Byron to rebound from three laps down they probably both got a bunch more wins coming it feels like joe gibbs and hms are really the two strong teams right now we saw a few guys go up there and be able to compete reddick kyle bush was up there at one point in the top five and chastain and maybe a few others but it's really been jgr and hms they've been the best cars they were here dover and i expect it to be pretty similar with a few guys mixed in here and there but that just shows that this car was pretty unpredictable last year and now it's getting to a point where we can see who's strong where and who's going to be the guy to beat going to each of these tracks something that was interesting to me is that we had the most lead changes on an intermediate and these were like 
legit lead changes. This wasn't like Talladega where the lines are just swapping. There was a ton of passes for the lead. And I'm curious what causes this because I think if they had more horsepower and less downforce than they do right now, then the leader would probably get out in front and drive away. I think because the track's so momentum-based with this kind of low horsepower package that you can just keep the top line and use the momentum you'll get past but then you'll have the big momentum down the back straight away or the front straight away which you gave up the lead to get so you just pass them back i'm assuming that's what causes it but either way it's still really good because there's so many crossovers and different moves going on so i'll take it and just proves the intermediate package is super good right now it was definitely hard to pass like it always is like at vegas you could see someone would run a guy down a second and then just get stalled out behind him but i do think kansas is set up to where it's a driver's track and the cream still rose to the top like larson drove from the back to the front elliot did kyle bush did and they were able to do it like steadily they didn't need to wait for wrecks and everything they just would run a guy down take a while but get past them and then move on to the next it definitely took longer than how much better their car was than the guy in front of them but there was still it was still really good so can't complain about it and i think it's the highest rated race on jeff gluck's poll yeah it definitely is 93 percent it ranks like ninth of the 270 he did so that's geez he's done a lot that's a lot of seasons um so i mean it's a pretty good scale of how good that race was and yeah i think we should if we could fix this short track package this car would really be amazing and every race would be good you gotta partially blame the fight for how good the race was but i think when the race is intense and there's a lot of passing then you get the fight to go along with it so they're kind of related and it's not just two specific things that ha happen to happen at the same time it's just heated racing and then it turns into a fight all right, let's move on to first defense move of the race, underdog of the race, race takes, everything like that. All right, the first defense move of the race definitely has to go to Denny for patiently waiting until the last lap and then making a move on Larson. He was definitely faster, and when he got his nose a tiny bit into clean air, he could drive right up to Larson in the corner, and he just took the air off the back of his car, and Larson was already completely sideways, so this just made it that much harder for Larson and I was surprised Larson was e even able to get back side by side with him and then Denny kind of just got in behind him barely touched him and turned him and I think part of that was because Larson was trying to get his car straight again and he kind of came down the track so they just got into each other and you can decide if you thought it was clean or dirty on Denny's part but I think it was just hard racing he had to do what he had to do to get the win and he's got his first one of his season, and he's locked into the playoffs, so he gets the first defense move of the race for Kansas. All right, the underdog of the race has definitely got to go to a guy that's punching above his weight. I don't think many would expect this out of him, and that goes to Ross Chastain. I think in the Gregson versus Chastain fight, Chastain's definitely the underdog. If it had gone any longer, it may not have turned out this way, but Chastain just got that quick right hook in, knowing security would break it right up, so... You got to do what you got to do, and I guess Gregson now, knowing this, ha is going to have to just go over there and throw the first punch, but Chastain just told him to stop. Gregson didn't stop. He got 
a hold of Gregson's wrist and then just unloaded a bomb right on his face. Gregson took it, but Chastain won, Gregson zero, and Chastain is still unstoppable. He's leading the points until he gets knocked out of the lead. I don't see how you can say. He hasn't been able to get away with everything he's done up until this point. Alright, now we got race takes. We got a solid amount this week. There's always a ton when the race is really good. So, when the racing is good, it just benefits everyone, I guess. More race takes, more people listen to the podcast. Hopefully, this streak of good racing continues. But anyways, first one, thrilling. We got another one that says enthusiastic. This one says, Larson bounced off the wall into Hamlin and let the boys have at it. Yeah, I agree. The Larson-Hamlin thing was just a racing deal, and boys have at it is... He's referring to Gregson and Chastain, and yeah, I wish the fight went a little bit longer, but it was still good to see a nice clean haymaker get landed. Racing for the win, and Larson got second. Yep, that's what that was. Flawless comeback from Larson. So happy with the race, and hey, this is NASCAR dirty move, but that's okay. Yeah, that's what's good about NASCAR. What it's supposed to be is self-policing, so I guess Larson's the one to determine if it was dirty, and he can repay Hamlin if he wants to, or do the same thing to him next time. Larson was in the wall, and when he went back to get to the right line, Hamlin was there. Yep, awesome. Because I, ha- but I hated it because I'm a Larson fan. Yep, that's how I would feel too if I was a Larson fan. Passing tempers in an epic battle for the win, perfection, pretty much perfect description of the race. Don't know how Denny always talking about showing respect and biatching about it then does that. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, (laughs) I don't think it was that egregious, but I do think that when Hamlin kind of got in behind Larson and turned him, I think he almost meant to do that a little bit. He said he didn't feel it, but I think he wanted to rough him up a little bit or at least get behind him so he could maybe like push him into the corner too far and then go underneath him. I don't know. I, I don't think it was completely innocent, but I still don't think it was like disrespectful racing all right we got some nas facts from trey ryan on twitter if you're listening thank you i'm doing three again that's what i'm gonna do from now on so then you guys can go find the rest on his twitter all right let's see what we got the first one is ford has just one win in the first 12 races of 2023 as far as wins this is their worst start to a season since 2010 where they were winless for the first 20 races that's crazy that it took them 20 races to win one in 2023 that's over half the season that's pretty insane but yeah they're struggling this year and I'm trying to think I mean how many did they even win last year at this point though Cindric won one Logano don't think he won one there's got to be someone I'm missing maybe a few but they've been SHR is just in a rough spot and Penske doesn't have much speed either so I mean, they're just going to have a rough year unless they can turn it around. This is, Darlington is when Logano heated up last year, so things could change. But until then, it's not looking good for them. All right, Denny Hamlin has now tied Tony Stewart for 15th on the all-time wins list after winning the 49th race of his career. It took Tony Stewart 598 starts to win 49 and Hamlin 626 starts. So that's pretty similar win percentages, about... I don't know what that would be, 8%, something like that. I could do the math. If it was 600 starts and 60 wins, it would be 10%. 
600 starts with 50 wins, something under there. That just puts into perspective how crazy it is that Hamlin hasn't won a championship, and he's been so good these past few years. He's I don't see why he wouldn't be good for another two or three, too, at least this year, next year. He's probably the best or at least most consistent driver literally this season if you look at some of the deeper stats that are hard to tell. So his championships got to be coming if Tony got three in that many wins, and he's probably going to pass Tony in the win column too, so that's pretty nuts. And I'm sure there's a few more that he can get before he retires. All right, last one. This one's just 2023 laps led. We got Byron at 600, Larson just under him. Chastain is half of what Larson and Byron are at at 250. Truex 238, Logano 217, Hamlin 200, Bell 150, Priest 140, Reddick 130, Kozlowski 115, Chase Briscoe 115. So a lot of these are because of short tracks like Briscoe. I mean, he hasn't had that good of speed. He just led some laps in the short track. Same with Priest at Martinsville. But you can tell Byron and Larson are definitely the best cars. And then and then Chastain, Truex, and Hamlin are a little behind, but they've definitely made some gains. You could throw a bell in there. Bush hasn't led the most laps, but he's tied for wins right now. I do think there's going to be a car, too, that separates itself from the field coming up through these summer months and picks up a bunch of wins. All right, so that's NAS facts. Other news, Legacy to Toyota, that's a big one. People are freaking out about it because they hate Toyota. I think it's a smart move. I mean, Chevy is dispersing their resources to a million teams. I don't necessarily think that means that Legacy gets less resources than, say, Hendrick or RCR. But I just think it means that the resources maybe are spread thin. I don't know exactly. Denny said that going to Toyota for them isn't going to affect the other team's resources that they get from Toyota, so I don't see why it would be the same with Chevy where they're at, but I'm sure they're going to get more money. They're going to have probably a different kind of, an not alliance, but I guess relationship with JGR and 2311 than they do with some other Chevy teams. I think RCR and Colleague are really tight and they have that connection with Hendrick and then Trackhouse is kind of doing their own thing and they're making speed, but Legacy's just not really strong and they don't have like a strong alliance that you could point to that they're losing. So I'm sure there's a lot of details in this that we don't know too that's really going to benefit them and it's Jimmy Johnson. He has seven championships and even though that's as a driver, I don't see how he wouldn't know what it takes to win. So I think this is going to definitely help them I think they'll be better than they are this year next year I don't see how they could be any worse I I wonder if this is why they're struggling because of this but I think it's just a lot of things and this is just one of the many and the main thing is that they're just rebuilding they've made a ton of changes but they have good drivers Gregson and Jones both really good drivers good teams good owners so now if they can put this piece in place start working on that going into next year they could definitely bring better cars and start competing for wins again like they did last year it's crazy the drop off that's what makes me wonder if it is has to do with this 
So I wonder how quickly can they pick that back up after this change. And then another thing, and there was that RCR cheated up part, which was cool that they displayed. If you want to hear about that, just go over to Denny's podcast and listen to his or Jeff Glock's. They both kind of talk about it. I could try to explain it, but there's no point. It'd be better for you to just listen to him. Basically, RCR figured out a way to just adjust the height of the spoiler without noticeably going into the car and making adjustments. They could just have a guy pull a tire off, twist an arm, and then it would adjust it, and they got caught doing that. So it's pretty cool. I would definitely recommend hearing about it. So you can go on Twitter, too. I'm sure it's on NASCAR's Instagram, everything. They showed the part if you want to look at it doesn't look like much but if you look at the part and then listen to the explanation it's pretty cool and i think i'm i'm like looking forward to finding seeing all the cheated up parts i i wish they got caught more because they got caught a lot this year but that's over and that wasn't during the time where we get to see the cheated up part so hopefully a few more teams get caught this year because it's cool to see how they sneak little things in basically the it's not even the gray area because you can't say you interpreted that wrong. You just hide something that's blatant cheating. All right, so that's that. I think that's it for other news. I have some news of my own to tell everyone later. For now, we'll go over Darlington. So it's a triple header. Darlington, great track. Cup races 3 o'clock Sunday. Practicing qualifying Saturday at 10.35, 11.20. The Xfinity race is Saturday at 1.30. Practicing qualifying for that race is 5.05 and 5.35 on Friday. And then we got a truck race Friday night at 7.30. So we got a Friday night truck race. Practicing qualifying for that is 3.05 and 3.35. All three fields are definitely going to be stacked with drivers. Larson's running Xfinity. Byron's running truck. So I expect it to be three really good races and like I said this is the best month for NASCAR Darlington Dover Kansas Wilkesboro Charlotte and this weekend's just destined to be a good one so I'm looking forward to it my picks I'm going Ross in the cup series because he's just unstoppable at this point and knowing him he'll just bounce back get a win uh Larson Xfinity he was so close last fall I think he gets it done here the 10 car hasn't been quite as strong as the Gibbs cars I would say but it's probably been a little bit better than the JRM cars and with Larson in it he can definitely get it done trucks I'm going Byron in the 51 he's good here and that 51 car should be flying even though Kyle was horrible at Kansas and wanted to just throw the thing away he said and then yeah I already gave my cup pick triple header throwback weekend there's already a ton of super good throwbacks. Chase Elliott's is really nice. That Just a simple red with a cool font. Larson's just came out. He's doing a Tony Stewart throwback. Hendrick Carr's that one looks really good. They've been having some really good throwbacks. I'm still waiting for the RCR ones. I'm, I want to see what those ones are. Alright, one last thing before we wrap it up. NASCAR ratings just came out and... The ratings from last year were pretty much flat. I think it was Mother's Day last year during the Kansas race. I don't know if that would affect it. I doubt it would affect it much. And the F1 race dropped. So, I mean, I don't hate F1, but everyone in F1 tries to say NASCAR is better. So I'm glad NASCAR 
had the better race and we had the nice fight so there's definitely more to talk about in nascar it's always good there's also this other crazy stat i don't know what it means exactly ross chastain and noah gregson drove more twitter engagement combined during plus after sunday's nascar race than the next 23 drivers combined oh so (laughs) that's that's saying that just the chastain and gregson incident if you look at the twitter stats of tweets like everything combined with the winner kyle bush saying chastain's and whatever he said elliot saying go do something to him larson gregson and chastain beat all of them for tweets and everything so that's just proof that we need fights we just need nice haymakers being thrown in the pits it makes the race so much better just for one if your guy gets taken out you're usually not loving the race at the end i mean if it's good race and you're gonna like it and then for two if it's a bad race a fight just makes everything better like you could go from it it can go from being the worst race to the best race so fast with a fight i mean i don't know how we encourage just fist fights being started or how it becomes like a weekly thing i obviously it's not going to be a weekly thing but if <laughs> drivers if there could just be a select few guys that always fight like gregson it'd be perfect so i mean hopefully gregson does it again and this time throws the first punch and they just let him go at it all right so that's gonna do it for kansas and darlington one more thing before i go i have another podcast coming i kind of talked about this a little bit but i'm not gonna give too much away you're just gonna have to go listen but i'll give you a hint it involves me and charlotte north carolina and nascar so go check it out i hope you like it let me know what you think and yeah that's going to be coming out on sundays but anyways kansas good weekend darlington should be another good one hope you guys like it hope you guys like the podcast too i'll see you guys next week thank you for listening i appreciate it peace